RTHK, the news at 11 o'clock with Andrew Shirovsky. Tonight's headlines. Xi Jinping is re-elected unanimously for a third term as president by the National People's Congress. The Chinese People's Political Consultative Congress elects one Hung Ning as its chairman. And locally, the government announces Hong Kongers will get the first $3,000 handout under this year's consumption scheme on the 16th of next month. The National People Congress has unanimously voted to re-elect Xi Jinping for a third term as the nation's president. The election result comes as the nation grapples with economic challenges and rising tensions with the U.S. and the West. Kelly Yu reports from the Capitol. The vote took place in Beijing's Great Hall of the People, a vast state building on the edge of Tiananmen Square. The Great Hall was draped in crimson carpets and banners for the occasion, as the military band provided musical backing. A digital monitor on the edge of the stage proclaimed the final tally. All 2,952 MPC delegates voted in favour of Mr Xi's third term in office. Taking his oath, the president held up his right fist and placed his left hand on a red copy of the constitution. He vowed to build a great modern socialist state as he pledged his allegiance to the constitution and loyalty to the country and the people. Accept the people's supervision. And work for a great modern socialist country that is prosperous, strong, democratic, culturally advanced, harmonious, and beautiful. The beginning of its unprecedented third term comes as the world's second largest economy faces major headwinds from slower growth, a troubled real estate sector, and a declining national birth rate. Relations with the U.S. are also at a low, with the superpowers sparring over everything from human rights to trade and technology. Earlier this week, President Xi blamed the United States and the West for the difficulties faced by the nation's economy. He condemned what he called the U.S.-led suppression of China in a speech to delegates at the annual Congress. In that speech, he urged the country to have the courage to fight, as it faces profound and complex changes in the domestic and international landscape. Mr. Xi is expected to make another speech on Monday, before the annual parliamentary session in Beijing closes. In other voting, Zhao Leji was named head of the National People's Congress, while Han Zheng was elected as the new vice president. Both men were on Mr. Xi's previous leadership team on the Politburo Standing Committee. Meanwhile, the Chinese People's Political Consultative Conference has elected Wan Heuning, a member of the Politburo Standing Committee and the country's fourth highest ranking official, as its chairman. 23 vice chairs were also chosen, with former Hong Kong Chief Executive C.Y. Leung and Macau's former leader Edmund Ho retaining their positions. Another CE, Tong Chi Hua, will step down from his role with the nation's political advisory body. The government says Hong Kong people will get the first $3,000 handout under this year's consumption scheme on the 16th of next month. The rest of the money, a further $2,000, will arrive on the 16th of July. The Financial Secretary Paul Chan says people will have until October to spend the first batch. Asked about suggestions from lawmakers that people be allowed to use the handout to pay bills, Mr. Chan said that's not the idea. The primary objective of the consumption voucher scheme is to stimulate domestic consumption. The current arrangement is already the best we can do. Our citizens can utilize this consumption voucher to spend on different things. The money they originally intend for this kind of purposes can be saved. And this money can be spent for electricity or other public utilities. 
National Security Police have released a 23-year-old woman on bail two days after her arrest in Samao Ping on suspicion of inciting secession. In a separate case, they con- they're continuing to question a 65-year-old woman arrested on Hong Kong Island yesterday on suspicion of collusion with a foreign country or external elements. And to the weather... Fine at first, becoming mainly cloudy overnight. The minimum temperature will be about 20 degrees, sunny intervals, and warm during the day tomorrow with a maximum temperature of around 25 degrees. Moderate easterly winds. And the outlook, rather warm during the day on Sunday. Winds will strengthen from the north at night, slightly cooler in the morning on Monday and Tuesday, mainly fine and dry during the day. The temperature right now at the observatory is 21 degrees Celsius with the relative humidity standing at 70 You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. And back to our top story on the re-election of Xi Jinping as president. Hong Kong members of the National People's Congress and other local politicians hailed the election result, saying it was the wish of the Chinese people and carries special significance for Hong Kong. NPC Deputy Ronick Chan said he was happy that Mr. Xi was handed a third term. He also expressed hope that Hong Kongers would welcome the news. It demonstrates he has the support from different levels of the country amid the current complex and ever-changing global political situation. He always cares about Hong Kong, and I think his re-election will be welcomed by Hong Kong people because he affirmed the one country, two system has no reason to change, and it must be adhered to over the long run. The Health Secretary Lo Chung Mao says it was undesirable for the public to learn about a series of facility mishaps at public hospitals through lo- through social media rather than official channels. Professor Lo made the remark at a LegCo panel meeting where he was questioned about the incidents, which involved falling objects, equipment, and building materials. Lawmaker Rebecca Chan criticized the fact that the hospital authority had only commented after the problems came to light. Speaking through an interpreter, Professor Lowe said it took time to gather facts and that social media couldn't be beaten for speed. You do understand that social media work very quickly. Sometimes the news could spread much faster than the media. Within a matter of hours, pictures of such incidents were already found on social media. But for the HA, before they make any public announcement, they must get hold of all the relevant data first. The president of the Physiotherapy Association says a long-awaited change in regulations that will allow patients to go direct to a physiotherapist without seeing a doctor will support the government's goal of improving primary health care. The idea was first announced in Carrie Lam's policy address two years ago. The association's Marco Pang said stakeholders were still discussing the details. He dismissed concerns that physios might miss serious illnesses if patients bypass doctors. He said the plan would support efforts to boost preventative medicine. In primary health care, we're talking about um, preventive care, basically. Disease prevention and health promotion. So if we could uh, address the patient's health conditions in a timely manner by providing um, efficient physiotherapy service without, you know, asking the patient to see the doctor first, then we can address the patient's health conditions um, in a more timely manner. 
The Hong Kong Sports Federation and Olympic Committee says the Ice Hockey Association may face sanctions over an incident last month in which a protest song was played instead of the national anthem in a match in Bosnia. The federation said the body had been evasive and failed to answer questions over when and where the correct anthem was provided to organizers. It also said the association breached rules by informing players of what to do in the event of problems with the anthem via a WhatsApp message instead of at a briefing. The foreign ministry has rejected claims by Micronesia's outgoing president, David Panuelo, who has accused Beijing of what he described as political warfare and undermining the Western Pacific country's sovereignty. The ministry's spokesperson, Mao Ning, said Mr. Panuelo's accusations don't add up to the facts. In a letter, Micronesia's leader said Beijing had also sent spent excuse me, sent spy vessels into its waters and offered bribes to local politicians. Ms. Mao responded to those comments during a regular press briefing. I noted relevant reports. The smears and accusations against China in them do not accord with the facts. China absolutely does not accept them. I want to emphasize that China has always treated all countries, big or small, as equal. We have always respected the Micronesian side, choosing their own development path in accordance with their national conditions. Iran and Saudi Arabia have agreed to restore ties and reopen diplomatic missions seven years after relations were severed. Shiite-majority Iran and Sunni Muslim Saudi Arabia support rival sides in several conflict zones across the Middle East, including in Yemen, where the Houthi rebels are backed by Tehran and Riyadh leads a military coalition supporting the government. The parliament in Georgia has formally revoked the foreign agents' legislation, which stoked days of protests in the capital, Tbilisi. The move comes after the governing Georgia Dream Party announced it would withdraw the bill. The BBC's Rehan Dimitri is in Tbilisi. There was applause and cheers outside parliament when the news broke that lawmakers voted down the controversial bill. Protesters assembled outside the building held posters that read, We are Europe. This is a big victory for those who consider themselves to be part of the European family and who believe that their own government was acting against their interests. The failed bill that brought tens of thousands to the streets was seen as an attempt to derail the country from its chosen path to join the EU. Officials in the German city of Hamburg say the gunman who shot dead seven people at a Jehovah's Witness meeting hall yesterday was a former member of the religious group. They say the attacker killed himself shortly after police stormed the building. Officials say the victims were four women, two men, and an unborn child. The German Chancellor Olaf Scholz, who is a former mayor of Hamburg, condemned the attack. Last night there was a terrible incident in my hometown of Hamburg. There are fears that more victims will succumb to serious injuries. We are stunned by this violence. My thoughts are with the victims and their families during these difficult hours. We mourn for those whose lives were so brutally taken. The British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak and the French President Emmanuel Macron have held talks in Paris at the first Anglo-French summit for five years. They discussed a range of issues, including the growing number of migrant boats crossing the Channel, Ukraine and challenges posed by Russia. The BBC's Chris Mason reports. 
The two leaders greeted each other warmly here in the courtyard of the Elysee Palace. Downing Street feels it has reset relations with Paris. There is also the new Brexit deal for Northern Ireland with the European Union. But there will not be an agreement with France to return migrants who attempt to channel crossing. Instead, there is a focus on trying to cut the number setting off in small boats. In the ever-evolving world of artificial intelligence, a new system has found a way to sound even more human after learning from the Internet. As the BBC's Stephanie Prentice reports. Tua is human, as they say. So for a computer system doing its best to mimic being human, being too perfect could be a telltale sign. With this in mind, developers in the US have turned to the internet to train artificial intelligence on the rhythms, pauses and inflections used in real speech. And the software quickly learned. Here's a real human. Once we got going, the guys, uh, John Corbett already knew how to play the guitar. John Ailes, who plays bass, he learned how to play the bass. And here is AI-generated speech. So uh, all of the AI conferences are open to anyone who's capable of, uh, you know, make, you know, paying for the trip and the, the ticket. To get to this, the team at the Carnegie Mellon University in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, ingested almost 900 hours of talking from YouTube and podcasts. The model they developed uses tech to predict where a human may use an um or a silence and then adds it in. Their results were put to the test of real human ears and given a 3.89 out of 5 for how natural it sounded. Actual human speech was rated a 4. The next step for developers is to train the AI further and the team say their human-sounding tech could break new ground in situations where using AI voices is appropriate. They say that could include early morning calls and emergency services as well as improving home smart systems. Meaning soon your Alexa or Siri could be pausing, umming or even yawning at you on a morning. U.S. job gains have eased less than anticipated in February, according to government data, while the unemployment rate and earnings ticked up. The world's biggest economy added 311,000 jobs last month as the jobless rate went up slightly to 3.6% from 3.4% in January, which was the lowest since May 1969. Ahead of the release of the jobs figures, Hong Kong stocks ended the trading week by plunging more than 3%. It comes as the world's biggest banks took a stock market beating as signs of trouble at a U.S. regional lender sparked concerns over the wider sector. The Hang Seng Index dived 605 points to 19,319, wiping out all the gains made so far this year. And a reminder of our top stories tonight, Xi Jinping is re-elected unanimously for a third term as president by the National People's Congress. The Chinese People's Political Consultative Congress elects Wang Huning as its chairman, and locally the government announces Hong Kongers will get the first $3,000 handout on the 16th of next month. And that's the news and sports and weather from RTHK. Radio 3 Heavenly shades of night are falling It's twilight time Out of the mist your voice is calling It's twilight time When purple-colored curtains mark the end of day I'll hear you, my dear, at twilight time 
Yes, indeed, here in Hong Kong, Friday is just about done. 45 more minutes and it's Saturday and the weekend. Thanks for tuning in to Twilight Time with me, Peter King. 45 minutes of music to just chill back and relax to. If you'd like a song, it's Radio Pete at Gmail. But the first one for you tonight is a track from Mr. Elvis Presley. Together at last at twilight time. Kiss the name that you sung. 